It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Anne-Marie Lockhart, and you're listening to Vox Poetica's 15 Minutes of Poetry. And today, we're going to talk to somebody who is a publishing expert, a writer, an editor, and a, well, you know what, I'm not even going to label it with with so many different things, but I would say, you know, a a completely well-versed in publishing um, all around, all around, Someone said Maven. I like that too, but I also like, I also like Guru. <laughs> so, Amy Nathan is with us. Hi, Amy. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, Anne Marie. Thanks for having me. Now we have a lot to talk about, but what I would like to do is I don't want to um, omit any of the different hats that you wear. I want to start with. Um, if you would read us a short expert, excerpt, wow, I'm calling you the expert, but we're talking about your excerpt here, um, from one of your recent short story publications. You had one at Rose and Thorn, and you had one at Grace Sparrow, and I love them both, and I would like our listeners to hear the beginning, maybe one of those right now to start. Sure. This is called The Kindness of the Neighbors, and it was in uh, the summer issue of Grace Sparrow. Uh, and it starts like this. Midday drinking was not one of the stereotypes assigned to Jewish women. That had always worked in Charlotte's favor. She looked at the front door as if someone would be there and pried open the stand-up knitting bag without looking down. Her fingers ached as she wriggled through the balls of yarn and sized ten needles. Tomorrow, no more. In the meantime, with a quick twist on an already loosened lid, Shirley Goldberg would watch all my children without aggravating her arthritis. <laughs> now, I've been reading your work for a long, long time, and I love your ability to create a character. You know, it's been one of the things that has been really a, a, a huge part of everything I've ever read that you've written. And in that story, from that very first line, you know, you know something about this person in a way it would, it would be impossible to know if it hadn't been written so well. So I, I really, really love that story. I really love what you did Thank with you. people in it. And I think that beginning is fantastic. Thank um, you. You will talk more about the writing part, the, the the fiction side of that in a minute. I also want to talk about um, your work on a particular website, which is called Women's Fiction Writers. Um, tell me about that and what you do with that particular page. Well, I started Women's Fiction Writers because I couldn't find a blog or a website that was devoted to what I thought of as women's fiction, which is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, novels that are really honestly written with women in mind, but not romance novels. Uh, right. Books that kind of focus on the journey of the woman, and if there happens to be a little bit of romance in there, that's fine, but it's not a necessity. It's really about uh, 
the changes that take place in a woman's life, they can be very realistic. Sometimes they can have little pieces of romance or even little pieces of uh, paranormal elements, but they're still very realistic uh, books that focus on um, the woman's the woman ending up where she wants to be, even if it's maybe not mm-hmm. where she thought she'd be in the beginning. Uh, no, not necessarily a happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Now, the site itself, um, and it is, at, I will give you the exact address, um, womensfictionwriters.wordpress.com, is yes. chock full of all kinds of interesting information, interviews with various authors, um, you explore different things with them, I think, and a little bit on your own, too, that, that have to do with the craft side of writing or the business yeah. side of publishing. Um, and you, you've been well-versed in both of those things for a long time. Tell me a little bit about your journey from I'd like to be a writer to becoming this person who's really well-versed in what it takes to, to get involved in the craft and the business at the same time. Well, I... Uh... I really like to credit the, sort of the internet with that because I think that once I decided that writing was something I wanted to do again because I did it a long time ago, uh, I was able to get a lot of information and instruction online that I think would be hard to get otherwise. Uh, I live in a small town and I think it would have been hard for me to get all of this information out of books, unfortunately, or from people that I know. So that was really helpful, online classes and blogs and just learning the way the traditional publishing industry works, which is what I'm involved in at this point in my career, um, that I knew that I needed to do something creative. I always say that at some point I realized that the only creative thing I was doing was adding frozen peas and carrots to my kids' macaroni and cheese. And, <laughs> and that was not good enough. <laughs> I realized that it needed to be more. So now, I, I you started write, writing again. You write a lot of different things. And I have read um, different genres of work by you, even even a poem or two across time. Um, I've read essays that you've written. I've read memoir that you've written. And I've read fiction um, and I think, you know, the, the writing side of that across all those mediums, it's difficult, and a lot of people don't make those transitions too well, but you, you do all that very smoothly. And I want you to talk a little bit about your big project, your novels. You have more than one of them in the works right now, so let's, let's hear a little bit about that. Okay, well, I, have, uh, I am working with a literary agent named Jason Yarn at the Paradigm Agency in New York, and... Uh, I have a a complete novel that is called The Glass Wives, and that actually started uh, a long time ago and evolved over the course of four years to what it is right now, which is a completely fictional story. Uh, We've talked about in the past how fiction can often be inspired by real-life events, which doesn't necessarily make them true, and it's not based on a true story. It just sometimes has, uh, we all write from our own experience. So I think right. that that, um, that was an evolution, realizing that I did not want to write 
about myself. I had lived my life. That was enough. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to to make to make things up, which which I find mm-hmm. really fun to do. And the others are really at this point works in progress in various uh stages. Uh some of them I've put away and I don't know if I'll ever pull them out again and others uh I'm pretty excited about and I've just uh you know, try to push myself to do some things some fiction in some different ways with points of view and different ways of of writing fiction. When you started the novel that you've completed, the very first draft of it, uh, or the very first stab you took at it, how different is it now from where you began in, in the process? Your first putting the story on paper to where it ended up it, now. It, how how's it, it different? It doesn't resemble it at all now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I've learned over the past few years about uh, story writing is that not everything is uh, story-worthy, no matter mm-hmm. how great we think it is. Uh, I, you know, had a full draft of a novel and basically chopped off the first half, you know, uh, of 150 pages <laughs> and, wow. and started over. And then when I started working with my agent, he suggested to me that the story ended about two-thirds of the way of the story, and he explained to me why the story ended there. And he was right. How many times do we read something and feel like it could have ended? Yeah, yeah. It keeps going. So that was a real learning process for me as to what's enough and what's too much. So then I had two-thirds of the novel. So that's, that's been a process. Where to start and where to stop, maybe two of the hardest questions about writing itself. Um, exactly. You you actually do different types of work for um, literary agents. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about what you do in that context? Okay, well, right now um, I do read for two different literary agents, and they will send me either full or partial manuscripts, and I give them my feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it helps them go through their submissions a little more quickly to mm-hmm. see what someone they trust thinks of it. Uh, right. I know that they right. still are reading these submissions. This is not, you know, something that it's just something that helps them go through their piles a little bit faster and. For me, it's wonderful to read all different genres of fiction and and to offer my feedback, which means that my I believe that my skill kind of of editing even in my head and interpreting these works is is really honed, which helps me with private clients and it helps me with my own writing because when you I see what works the- for other people. When you do uh, give your feedback on these particular manuscripts, is it in the form of um, market-based observations, like this? You know, you think this would work or it wouldn't work for the audience, or is it um, craft-based? I think it's really well written, or it's, it needs to it's be all food? it's all of that for the mm-hmm. um, for the agents and for I, I also do this for private clients. I will 
say exactly that. If something, I will talk about the actual writing and the actual story, which can be two different things. Mm-hmm. The writing can be right. great and the story is not really there or the other way around. And then also, mm-hmm. based on my knowledge of publishing and what publishing is, traditional publishing is doing right now, and because I I read a lot and I read various uh, genres, kind of what's working maybe right now in the mm-hmm. you know in the publishing world. I do I don't write young adult, but I do read a lot of young adult for these um, for these agents, and that's really hot right now. Is young adult novels, mm-hmm. adults read them, and you know, and the teens are reading them. Um, and sometimes authors have a great voice for mm-hmm. some adult novels, and sometimes, you know, and sometimes they don't. And something may, you know, they may pinpoint it as young adult, and it's really adult fiction, or the other way around. Or because I have right. teenagers, as you know, right. uh, <laughs> I kind of know what they're reading, and and. Right. You know, and, and I can help with that aspect of it as well. Now, when you take on a private client, how does that work? How do you solicit clients? What is it that they typically want from you? What do you offer in your services? Uh, there's a there's a wide range. I do a lot of fifty page evaluations, which mm-hmm. is often what a Often what an agent will send me, you know, the partial submission, which could be 50 pages. And I read 50 pages. And basically what I come away with is would I ask to see more? Why or why not? Suggestions. Um, And that sometimes gives an author, you know, a clue as to what what they're writing if that beginning is working. That gives me no clue to the rest of the book. Um, right. I, I also do uh, content editing, not really copy editing, a full manuscript where mm-hmm. I can just help someone determine if the conflicts and characters and story are working for me. You know, it's all mm-hmm. a matter of opinion, and I never rewrite someone's book because your book is your you know, your book is your own. Right. Do you ever um, work with clients who are at the very, very beginning of their process for a particular story idea, and they, they may not have even written it yet, but they're looking for help and what to do next from you? Absolutely. It really depends what someone is looking for. It helps me better if someone has actually written something. Right, right. Help them make it better. Right, because every, that also allows me to see someone's style and someone's voice as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, the mechanics of writing. Right. And when you're and when you're talking to somebody, say for the first time, are they typically people who know your work from uh, the blog, or you've actually been blogging a long time? So have you ever been dealing with someone about publishing now who's been reading you for all these different iterations of your writing career or oftentimes are they people who are totally new to it and they've been referred to you and you know they want they don't really care what you've done they just want to talk about what they're doing <laughs> how do they how do they get Most to of the time that? that's sort of it that's i think that's <laughs> it i think people see you online they kind of 
stalk isn't the right word. You know, kind of, people kind of lurk, maybe. <laughs> That's nicer than stalk. You know, online, they see what you're doing and how you handle other people. On my personal website, I do have some uh, testimonials for people that I've worked with. Um, and And I always do offer to read a few pages for someone at no cost and mm-hmm. tell them what I think so that they can see if the type of feedback I offer resonates with them. And then I right. get to read a few pages and see if I think I can help them. I probably couldn't in certain genres. Like I don't really read crime fiction or, right. you know, there are things that I don't, know enough about to be able to be helpful and I would never I would never put myself or a writer in that position. Right. You I'm gonna um direct people once again to women's fiction writers dot com. You can go on there. It's constantly full of great interviews, great questions for general writing uh subjects. Um, publishing information, and if you go to the About Me button on there, you can find out specifically about how to contact Amy for editing help, um, if that's what you're looking for. I know a number of people who are listening now are working on bigger projects and um, sometimes get bogged down in what to do next, and and it has the answers, so find out there. Um, also, I we're totally out of time, so we don't have time to read your other most recent um, publishing coup, but I, I wanted to congratulate you on both the Gray, Sparrow, and the Rosenthorn publications. I thought those short stories were excellent, and I would expect Thank nothing you. else from either publication or from you. you, but really fun to read. And keep an eye out for Amy Nathan, and you will you will see her. You can Google her. You can find credits for her, and you will see more because um, – your work is ongoing. Um, you write every day, don't you? Yes, I do. This is another issue we're going to be tackling here on 15 Minutes of Poetry, the importance of discipline. Discipline. So <laughs> people who are successful do it all the time. This is another example of that. Um, if you want to be a writer, you got to write. So I wanted to uh, leave that thought in everybody's head. Amy, Thank you for joining me. We're going to have to have you on again. I would love to do like a Q and A um, session at some point and have people email me their questions for you ahead of time. Um, if anyone does That's have something you want to do that, send that. We'll do that. We can even have like an ask the expert occasional, like um, repeating edition. <laughs> so we'll save up some questions and have you come back and answer them for everybody, um, which would be I think really cool. That sounds great. Um, That's all for today, everyone. Be back again next week. I hope that you have a productive week. Get that pen, get that keyboard, whatever it is that you use. Get some writing done. And um, Amy Nathan, Google her. Go to womensfictionwriters.wordpress.com and find out more about what it is you want to do with your writing. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.